You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. For Panther fans who want to keep pounding. For the ones who want an inside look at the vault. This is Views from Midstream. Now. Here's your host, Lonzo Wrightsell and Rob Brown. All right, let's not talk about that anymore on the Views for Midstreet podcast, shall we? Ladies and gentlemen, instead, I wanted to take a look at the NFC South here on the Views for Midstreet podcast, available where major podcasts are found on Apple, iTunes, on Google Play, on Stitcher, on Spotify, or for free on the Odyssey app, A-U-D-A-C-Y. Download it on all your digital devices and don't miss an episode. Make sure you are subscribed to. Make sure you hit the little bell notification so that you get a notification every time we drop an episode on Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays. And while you're at it, hashtag shameless self-promotion. Look up the Rob Brown Show where Lonzo and I go from 9 to noon every single weekday and talk all the sports from all the states we love to have you as part of that as well. Let us take a tour de force, though, of the NFC South, currently led by the 5-6 and six Tampa Bay Buccaneers, courtesy of the Cleveland Browns. They are tal- uh, tailed by a half game back by the 5-7 and seven Atlanta Falcons, who are tailed by another game back by the Carolina Panthers at 4-8. and eight. And the New Orleans Saints at 4-8. The Panthers check in third by way of the heads-up victory over New Orleans all the way back in week three, which, of course, was seven years ago. Uh, Tampa takes on New Orleans this week. This is not a sentence that Panthers fans say very often, though, but kind of want a Saints victory over Tampa Bay, right? Like, I know we are not Saints fans, but kind of want a Saints victory over Tampa Bay. Because despite the fact that it would elevate New Orleans over us for now in the rankings, since we are on the bye, but it would also create a situation where we could be within a half game of Tampa with a win next Sunday when we get back into action. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers are not running away with this division like I thought they would a number of weeks ago. And while the Saints are bad with a capital B, their defense has had a couple of games they've stepped up and played. If they can figure out a way to score some points and upset the Buccaneers, I think that actually puts us in a really good spot to continue to try to win this division. I am, uh, I'm upset that you're criticizing the NFC South. This is obviously the most competitive division in all of football. They beat each other up, and so the records look really bad. S-E-S- oh, sorry. No, yeah. sorry. That's yeah. the wrong yeah. thing. That's, that's, that's the ex- wrong thing. My that's, bad. That's exactly what's happening right now. That's why it's so neck and neck. Anybody can win this because everybody deserves to win it. Um, and as far as rooting for Tampa, Tampa Bay to lose, I root for that every year. So uh, every game, no, you root for Tom Brady to lose. All right, yeah, I do that too. Uh, but yeah, Tampa Bay has also become that team for me too because uh, locally there's some people that that cheer for that team that bother me. So <laughs> so yeah, um, but it it's a good place to be in, I guess, if you're the Panthers to be sitting back and watching uh, watching yourself possibly gain some ground while not having to do anything. 
And uh, that's my favorite way to yeah. live my life, by the way. Yeah, I mean, you know, <laughs> you you guys you guys do that. Hey, look, I moved up a little. Okay, I'm good with that. The, I think the question is, are the Saints capable of beating Tampa Bay? I mean, I didn't think the Cleveland Browns were yet. Here we are, right? Uh, look, the Saints are a weird team. Here's here's the the thought. If you did not watch that New Orleans San Francisco game. Alvin Kamara fumbled twice in that game. That doesn't happen very often, right? He fumbled once on what would have been a Saints touchdown. It's a little closer at that point. He then fumbled very early in the game on the opening possession, uh, a possession that the Saints had a little bit of momentum. They came close a couple more times. It was the first shutout for New Orleans in like 323 games, uh, which is a ridiculous number. But if Alvin Kamara doesn't fumble those two footballs, we're probably looking at like a 13-10 game, maybe a 14-13 game, and the Saints might very well beat the San Francisco 49ers. They did not. It's irrelevant. It doesn't matter. They're also 4-8. and eight. But the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, I think we can pretty well say right now, uh, are not better than the San Francisco 49ers, right? They're not. The New Orleans Saints a couple of weeks ago, were able to go in and knock off the L.A. Rams in L.A. And, I mean, beat L.A. Like, be, like shut out, beat L.A. L.A. and Tampa are pretty close to each other. San Francisco was better than both of them right now. And the Saints were competitive against San Francisco. Couldn't put up points, which makes sense. San Francisco's got the second-best defense statistically in the National Football League. Are they good enough to beat Tampa? Sure. I absolutely think that they are good enough to beat Tampa. Uh, Will they beat Tampa? That's a question mark. This game, I think, is going to be relatively ugly. Fortunately for the Buccaneers, it is in Tampa Bay. But Tampa isn't exactly the most intimidating place to play in the National Football League. Right, I would probably argue that, especially considering how many Bucs fans are not Bucs fans, they're Brady fans. And they're not necessarily an NFC front runner right now. I don't know that Tampa's going to be any more threatening a place to play than BOA was back in week three when we knocked off New Orleans. Can New Orleans beat Tampa? Absolutely can. Will they? I don't know. I'm saying as a Panthers fan, as much as it'll pain a lot of Panthers fans, we're pulling for New Orleans here to keep Tampa in check. We want Tampa to hold off from finding any chemistry until as late in the season as possible to give us the best chance to run them down and snag the division lead. I don't think New Orleans beats Tampa and then suddenly takes off on a chase to win this division because that's a bad football team. I do think we have a better crack at it than the New Orleans Saints do. So I'm pulling for the Saints because I have more belief that we can stay atop New Orleans even if they do take a one-week divisional lead because we've got an easier schedule and are a better football team. I need to keep Tampa within striking distance as long as possible if we are indeed playing for a playoff spot, and I believe we are. And the Panthers still, I believe, play those two teams back-to-back at the end of the season. Correct. So, I mean, that that works out better for the Panthers if if – if Tampa Bay were to lose, uh, then you can beat Tampa Bay again and beat the Saints again, and then you're There's in first. The division. You're in first place. It's it's weird to say, but th- there it is. It's weird to say, but it's accurate, right? I I think that 
like I said, nobody's afraid of it. And I will say this. The, the, the one hilarious thing about the NFC South is nobody's afraid of Atlanta. Atlanta's second in the division right now. And there's absolutely nobody uh, who believes that they can finish off this division, can catch up with Tampa Bay. I'm guessing they don't even believe it themselves. I really don't. I really don't. In fact, let, let me go check. I'm going to go check because I'm curious right now. The NFC rankings right now. Uh, in terms of, of betting odds, Tampa Bay is minus 450 to win the division, uh, minus 333, minus 310, and minus 330, depending on where we look. We are dead last in DraftKings, FanDuel, BetMGM, and PointsBet as far as divisional contenders. Plus 1,400, plus 1,500, plus 1,600, plus 1,800, uh, according to those four books, respectively. That being said, I'm looking at this Atlanta team, and I'm trying to figure out why, right? Like, why is Atlanta number two? Because I I don't, you know, I got gambling buddies. There are very few of us that believe that Atlanta is a, a divisional winner, whereas I have heard kicked around, although it is a minority of us that believe that Carolina still has a very good chance to win the NFC South. Atlanta has got the Steelers coming up this weekend. That's a toss-up going a game as far as I'm concerned. They have they are at New Orleans the week after that. New Orleans, as bad as they are, has already beaten the Atlanta Falcons once this year, and this one is in New Orleans. Then they're at Baltimore. I got no question they win that. The Cardinals should be an L for Atlanta, but good gosh almighty talk about uh, turmoil within a program. I thought DeAndre was going to eat Kyler Murray during that last game, and Cliff Kingsbury has no idea how to fix it. And then Atlanta wraps up their season with Tampa Bay in the final game of the year. I like our run better than that. And New Orleans, for whatever reason, continues to ride with Andy Dalton. Fine by me for any team that needs Atlanta or New Orleans to eat some L's. Uh, to not make the switch back to Jameis. Not that I think Jameis is the guy. I absolutely don't. But good gosh, it can't get much worse than Andy Dalton has been. The only games they've won have been carried on the legs of Alvin Kamara. So I think they're afraid of Andy Dalton because I am a little bit. I mean, just the red just gets more intense every time you see him to the point where he looks like a, a villain from a Final Fantasy game or something. <laughs> and I think they're just afraid of him. I am at genuinely this point convinced like Andy Dalton must have blackmail on uh, Dennis Allen in New Orleans, right? Because otherwise I got no reason that guy's still starting games. He just looks with an evil ginger smile and a wink. Right. I I will say this. Andy Dalton versus Tom Brady. In any other season, we'd laugh. Monday? Could be. You you just don't know. Yeah, it's a toss-up. Like I said, I, 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 as a Panther guy, I am pulling for New Orleans on Monday. Not because I ever want to see the Saints win a game. I am pulling for the Saints on Monday because I want to keep Tampa in striking distance. We have a win on them. If we can pull a tied record into that final game with Tampa, a win sends us to the playoffs as divisional champions. And, as we have mentioned, we've got an easier road between here and there than the 5-6 and six Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Now, Detroit's gotten better. They're still Detroit. They, Tampa, has the Saints coming up on the 5th. Then they are at San Francisco. Then they are back home for Cincinnati. Then they're at Arizona. Does Arizona have a bounce back? If they do, it would be two to three weeks from now. 
not this week. That's a good time to catch them. Then they are back in. Then we got Charlotte. Then we got the uh, the the Tampa Bay versus Carolina game, and then they are on the road at Atlanta. That game should be a win for Tampa Bay because Atlanta at that point, I suspect, will have taken themselves out of contention. We'll find out. But Saints, Niners, Bengals, Cardinals is a hell of a lot stronger than bye week Pittsburgh, Detroit, right? It's the schedule sets up. We find any chemistry, any rhythm coming off the bye week with those two teams and New Orleans knocks off Tampa coming up this week. We got a real crack at going into those last two games with a level record with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and that final game of the year against New Orleans, keeping our eyes glued to Tampa versus Atlanta, knowing if we need to go in and win that game. The opportunity is right there to the point that I may even put a little bit of a, a little bit of a sprinkle on Carolina plus 1800 to win the division if New Orleans beats Tampa coming up this weekend.